0: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura.
1: All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition. Winner's here. There were flurries this morning. That's right. I can handle it. We're fine. I'll be bought. I mean, all, all the way through the holidays, I'm good. It's the February marches that are the problem. I don't. This is in the brochure. I know what I'm getting into here. I know Yeah, I'm. today was an. Uh, it doesn't feel good. It. But we got decent on the weekend. Are we? Are, do we have a chance for like 70 on Sunday, Saturday? I don't know.
2: It's, it's I think bruised. it's like decent. I think you'll be all right. Think all right, safe, that's fine. <clears throat> it's just a reminder of when it's cold and rainy, how miserable it is. It's the wet. It's the wet. I can deal with all the cold in the world. 72 on Sunday. Yeah.
1: So you're fine. You're, you're safe. Safe.
2: You're safe. And then we're not we're not dipping back into the 40s at least into November. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, no big deal. Like this this is fine. This yes, is fine. Of days. Nothing to be here. Nothing to see
1: here. Um, how would you rate the coaching that you saw last night on Monday Night Football?
2: Nathaniel Hackett. Appreciate the effort, and the fact that the Chargers didn't just blow them out is crazy nathaniel hackett is the worst he is the worst coach i've ever seen you know you when we do this job
1: you the one thing that you we are prone to is hyperbole yes and because you're prisoners of the moment and you're reacting and you're you know all of these things if you go back to you know the old rome days have a take don't suck right come strong all that stuff i i don't think that you say that with an ounce of hyperbole i Uh, i think that there's a lot of data to back that up through the first half of this first six games of this season, I did a takedown. I don't know if it was on this one or on my other job, where you actually out down outline like his resume Awful. and you go, How did this guy yeah, why ascend to this if not for dad being an NFL coach with a lot of friends? Yep. What and this happens not this isn't a football problem, it's a life problem. World. Like sure if, if you know people, it's really, really good. Yep. A little hint for the kids out there. Yeah. Who you know more important than what in many, many cases. Yeah. So he elevated randomly it feels like they hired him just because of his, because he quote got along with Rodgers, which he might be the only guy on the planet who does. Yeah. Him and AJ Hawk, and they ran Vic Fangio right out of town, write him out, Right out. And by the way, it's not like Hackett was running the offense in Green Bay. That was the no. blur that runs the offense, calls the plays. Peter. It's his yeah. complete operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they hired this guy. From my vantage point, it seemed like because maybe this would have help us get Aaron Rodgers what it seemed like to me. Okay. Well, they didn't. No. And now this guy, who I was looking at the resume, I'm like, where is his, why should he be calling plays or designing offense? Where in here is the genius? I don't see it. Right. He's been worked for a lot of people who are smart, but that doesn't mean that he, he's it. This dude is, it's as bad as it gets, brother. That was pathetic.
2: And, and
1: I got news for you. It's two weeks in a row that the guy on the other side was bailed out for being a bozo too. Yes. Agreed. We did it. Here and then, I mean, yes, there are maybe two rosters in the NFL that you would trade for the Chargers, maybe two Buffalo and maybe Kansas City, just because of the Mahomes factor. That's it, that's the list. They're that good, and look what it took for them to beat us, all of the things that had happened. And last night, that
2: should have been them by should've 21. A, it should have been a drubbing. It's it's wild. I mean. That game was, again, an affront. I mean, fortunately, you got a touchdown in the first – two touchdowns in the first half. Those would be the only touchdowns of the game. And so just a, a brutal performance. Here's the thing. People say, how could you say that? And, yes, I realize I have done this show for a team that went 0-16 mm-hmm. followed by 1-15. The Browns were not trying – did not feel like they had constructed a Super Bowl-worthy roster. Nope. That wasn't what they were trying to do, nor did they just trade for a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. The Browns were in a very, very different position then. What's happening right now with the Denver Broncos is stunning mismanagement. It's crazy. And their defense is actually very good. The fact that this guy felt that Melvin Gordon needed fifteen carries a game when you had Javante Williams mm-hmm. and then gets benched out of nowhere. By the way, poor Miss Kay, she needed two points from Melvin Gordon. That's oh. it. That's it. And he got benched for no like no apparent reason, so that Latavius Murray could get all the carries. Javante Williams never got that kind of a workload never. when he was healthy. He's better than Latavius Murray. Yes,
1: he is. Who's no. on his, no.
2: I think, second team this season. Yeah, that's right. It is an absolute, it is absolutely wild to see the way that this team has nothing. Russ is dreadful. They've got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. You drafted that Dulcich kid who looked pretty good running around out mm-hmm. there with his flowing locks. And they are Awful on offense. Mm-hmm. Russ is awful. It's terrible. Awful. And part of it has to be, yeah, maybe he's cooked a little bit, but we went back and looked at the end of last year. He wasn't cooked. No. So schematically, they are awful on offense. They are not making anything easy. That's for sure. It's a it's an abomination. They're, they are so much worse than I thought they would be. The Chargers, it feels like, just like to kind of – I don't know if they don't trust their line. They don't really throw the ball down the field very often. Did you notice that? I felt like – Yeah, it's, it's awful to watch with as much weaponry as they have. Yeah, they need Keenan Allen back, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, that was strange. Austin Eckler had 10 catches and 16 targets as a running back. I mean, I love it. He's on my fantasy, and it's great. PPR, it's awesome. But yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing? Give
3: a – the Chargers are winning in spite of their coach, which yes, I have
1: said for a I while agree. now. I agree with
2: that. And yeah.
1: it's becoming more and more evident that is the case. I hate to do Northeast Ohio, Northeast Ohio crime, well, but sometimes. Gibby, that, that's, Give me, that's a West versus East battle for you, though, so that's, you know.
3: Enough said. You don't have to go any further.
1: <laughs> I was say. Um, the other that's thing, by the way, me. this is the fourth yeah.
3: of seven. Broncos games in standalone national windows this year.
1: They're
2: going to change. They got to get out of it. More crap to come. They got to change that. All right. Both.
3: I, they they could have flexed Sunday night this week. Dolphins, Steelers. They didn't.
1: They're they sticking it. with it. They're yeah. probably holding it for later in the year because they only get so many flexes, right? They can't do it all the time. They can They can do more than you think. Here's the deal, though. Like, you still take Pittsburgh. It's the Pittsburgh audience. Yeah. 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 And plus, I mean, if Tua plays, uh, you got now, you now you're fun. I have a question. Yes. I would like anybody to explain to me. Did you, did you guys watch the end of the game regulation last night? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain to me what Brandon Staley was doing with three timeouts and the ball and a minute to play, not trying to score. He let the final 30 seconds tick off before, before like, thinking he was cool taking a timeout with a second on the clock for Justin Herbert to throw a Hail Mary that ended up 20 yards short. I just want to know what's on his sheet that says to behave like that. Could you believe what he was th- – he had three no. timeouts. He had three, three timeouts. He'll go wins 20,
2: it. With, and two minutes. A minute 51 is when they got the ball. Was it a
1: minute 51? Fourth
3: and two near midfield against the Browns. Okay,
1: so so what is the – I just want to know. Where is the – because he's you know he's bound by this, by this, this thing he's got in his, in his hand. He plays it like a drunken kid playing Madden at 2 in the morning. I don't understand it. They would play it better. They would. You're right, because they no go doubt. score. No doubt. What they is his thinking better. there? How would you justify that thinking?
2: I. You can't. They it's it, stupid. It, it was like they were playing for overtime, and then in an overtime you had punt, 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 and because you got lucky that on the punt that they muffed it, you get to kick a field goal. I mean, the oh, the overtime – the last possession of the fourth quarter, and then overtime, here's what you had. So the Broncos got it with 3.58 in the fourth. Yeah. 16-16. Four plays, nine yards. Punt. Chargers, seven plays, 19 yards, and take a minute and 51 to go 19 yards and seven plays. It was insane.
1: They had all three timeouts.
2: Overtime. Three plays for the Broncos. Three plays, nine yards. Punt. Three plays, negative four yards for the Chargers. Punt. Three plays, three yards for the Broncos. Punt three plays, one yard for the Chargers, punt, muff, punt, four plays, seven yards, field goal, 19-16. I mean, the the overtime performance from this from combined of these offenses, 9, 12, 16 plays, 5, 8, 9, 16 yards. There were 16 yards gained on 16 plays in overtime. I mean, that's what it felt like. It's, it's what it was? Yeah, brutal. It was awful. They got to get the Broncos off of national television. They're period. this
3: year's Giants. They're probably on Monday Night Football two or three times, Sunday
1: Night Football at least twice. I almost feel like I'm as bothered by the Chargers because of this is Herbert's prime. Guys, he threw 57 times last night. For 238, his team scored 19 points in five quarters of football. Five. He threw it 57 times. After coming off of running the football for, what,
2: 250 yards against us? They ran 24 times for 73, three yards a carry. They averaged four yards a pass attempt. I mean, this is as anemic as it gets. Mike Williams was taken out of the game completely. Two catches, 17 yards on six targets in this one. I would just – I don't understand how – you have Justin Herbert,
1: and you get the ball in a tie game. It's crazy. And you say with a minute fifty and three timeouts, and you're like, and then he, it almost was like he was acting like he was cool calling a timeout with a second. Who cares? Yeah, right. At that point, just go to overtime. Why
2: even? If you're that risk adverse, because he's that like, you I can't. Want, maybe, let, maybe we're going to get a uh, a pass interference. I'm going to kick a field goal. I'm a genius. No, you're not a genius. You're no. a dummy. By the way, they averaged six point four yards a completion with Justin Ugh. Herbert. The only guy who averaged more than – the only person who averaged at least nine yards of reception on the day was tight end Donald Parham Jr., who had three catches for 53 yards. Everybody else, 6.3. They only had two completions. This is insane. They had two completions of more than 10 yards in the game. 24 to Parham, 14 to Josh Palmer. Eckler's longest catch was nine, Gerald Everett's longest catch was nine, Mike Williams' longest catch was nine, Carter's longest catch was seven, Sonny Michelle, six, Michael Bandy four. Playing longest with, catch, playing with Justin Herbert, who is the unnormal. third biggest arm in the NFL, or as
1: big as, as Allen Mahomes. He's as big as wandering him. And they're just wasting him. And somehow they're four and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we let him off the hook and they played Denver. Yep. Bad ball. Tom Pellicero, by the way, just reporting on NFL
3: Network: Russell Wilson getting an MRI. They are thinking it could be a fairly significant injury. It might actually, not that you root for anything, could actually help Denver. I feel like.
2: Who's even their backup quarterback? I have no idea. Could be,
1: could be a blessing. It doesn't matter. Not with that. Not with that coaching staff. True. They could bring John Elway or Peyton Manning off. Wouldn't make any difference. Like they are incompetent, just stunningly so. It it's bad. It's it's really bad. Ball. What the heck would his injury be? Did he did get. Did he get, What did he get hurt last night?
2: Hamstring. Oh jeez. Yeah. Come on, man. I feel like that's a. That feels like a. Okay. I don't. I've seen do, enough. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Brett Rippen. A Brett Rippen would be the – Mark's
1: son. Yes. Yeah. Mark Rippen. By the way, one of the great single season. In the history of the NFL, Mark Rippin, yeah, that year he won the MVP and the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah,
2: it was like
3: a. I think that was the last time Washington was good too. It
1: probably is. Yeah, I mean him yeah. and the end of it, they they won those three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Yep. Because it was Williams and Rippin and then Thiesman early. Um. So th- three Super Bowls, three different quarterbacks with uh, Joe Gibbs in that bunch. But yeah, this is it's bad ball, man. It's t- it's it's brutal. And, and like I, that's not a Thursday night. Like you've got extra time. That's Monday. It's night. It's two teams that we said at the start of the year they could be Super Bowl type teams. Oh yeah. yeah. And the you pick or
2: the Chargers. They
1: were your pick, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they, they s- still might
2: make it there. Can they with him with Staley? Well, that would be the problem. But they'll get, they don't have Bosa right now. Yeah, I when know. When they get Bosa back, they're going to be pretty formidable yeah. on D. They get Keenan, they have done it without Keenan Allen Bosa.
1: I'm not sure what they're doing.
2: I don't know what they're doing either. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's it bad. was so bad that I opted to second screen the game and and allow Miss K to throw Bachelor in Paradise on the main screen, which was more compelling, to be honest. I, I was looking last night.
1: I was looking for anything. Amy had gone to bed early. The boys were a and asleep. I, I was all caught up on all of the stuff that I need to watch from a show's perspective. And I was like, how much more can I subject myself to this? And I swear to God, if Commando would have been on, I, was I would have been in. I the Cube in. with Dwayne Wade. Okay. While I waited for the,
3: the Guardians', Guardians right? Delay.
1: Which, by the way, all right, let's do that now. You let people into that building at 5 o'clock for a 7 o'clock pitch. Why? I have no idea. Then, you don't, like, everyone has access to radar. Like, just call it at 7 and send them home. Like, there
2: were I got reports home from,
1: coming
3: out of New York that they were thinking about calling it at oh four
1: o'clock. God. I got well, it was going to rain till eleven. It's going to rain Forty-five
2: minutes after the rain for the pitchers to warm
1: up. Right. So it was just never going to be in the cards. No. I went to football practice and basketball practice. People are monitoring it on their phones. I got home at like nine fifteen. My wife goes, "Yeah, they're going to try to play at nine I went, "Wait a second. This is the solution that you're going to like. Let's say that the weather cleared." The idea would be, all right, let's play the, the the clinching game of the division series. Let's throw the first pitch at 945. So this thing's over at 2 in the morning. Yep. That's the best way, Major League Baseball? Just yep. make the call, man. Play it today, which is what they ended up doing anyway.
2: Make that call at 7 o'clock. Send people home. Shut it down. How stupid. We knew when we left here yesterday that it was
1: yes. likely
2: to be rained out. Of course. Just call it. It's crazy. Let people sit in there till nine thirty. I like though that so, we, I like that it's got people fired up that it's a, a pro Yankee conspiracy. That well, the game people are, that's ridiculous obviously. Here's the best part of I it. I like it though. So well, let's go good. ahead
3: and re, let's reschedule this, but let's put it at four o'clock. So I guess it's a game five, winner take all, the only series that has given you any juice yeah. in the playoffs.
1: I think that it's probably their answer to that would be, well, the NLCS, doesn't it start tonight? Padres yeah. and Phillies. So they don't want to go head-to-head with they that. They should. And they don't want to. And they. I think you play if you win, you play tomorrow night in Houston. Correct. So they've got to get them on their way. They are, a, they are so bound by their television, and it apparently isn't malleable, which doesn't make sense to me because it pe- feels like TBS can put on whatever they want whenever they want to do it. Like this D-Wade show that was airing last night that I never even knew existed. I never knew it existed. It's awful.
2: Just move it all back a day. When that abomination 18-inning 0-0 game happened, they ran the whole Guardians-Yankees game on TNT just like at the drop of a hat. Yeah. It was supposed to be Step Brothers and Blades of Steel. Perfect. they can run whatever they want. Yeah. So just say, just move it all back. Push it back a day.
1: What? What's the harm? Say, well, we're going to start the ALCS on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Instead of Wednesday. There. Problem solved. It's
2: this ridiculous. Is it, this is why we need a sports a sports czar to just make sure do some common sense stuff here.
1: You have to have a little of it. So this game is at 4 o'clock today, um, and, and we'll see where – I don't know what any of this means. I I'm not going to sit here and act like I know I follow these teams. I don't. I've jumped on a bandwagon in October. I hope they win. So, I, well, clearly, I, I, yeah, but on. I don't – Let's go. I have, Let's, I have no idea what it means for us or them or whatever. Apparently, they our bullpen's better or something. I don't know. It is. It all is, right. and and so, more well rested. All right. And so they're like our closer hasn't pitched since what Friday, Saturday. No, he pitched Saturday. We pitched two innings Saturday. So theoretically, he could go a lot if they need if need be. But who knows? Um, we'll see how it goes. Four o'clock on that one. I mean, make a call. Yeah, just make a call on it. It's not that hard. Uh, Lots to get to on the program today. We will go around the league coming up next. We've got one thought on all of the games on Sunday. Always a lot of fun to be had there. Jack Conklin, you'll hear that coming up a little bit later in the program as well. A little bit of better or worse coming up as well. As we're off and running here on a Tuesday edition, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: The Bath Authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams. In about a day, guys, you can transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority Make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert factory-trained installers. You give them a call now, you get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. Call 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where the affordability meets the quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made right here in the United States. Superior products and expert installers at thebathauthority.com, 216 220 83 nine nine on that as we go around the league boy there's a lot to the injuries are starting to stack in this league brother we're six weeks yeah. in um we mentioned the the injury to uh russ who yeah. coming out of it uh that his injury has happened among others uh hollywood brown suffering a non-surgical fracture in his foot brown is expected to miss six weeks um, they're saying he's out indefinitely. That's right on the cusp if you could cut him or
2: not. For fantasy? Yeah. Well, I think you could cut, cut him cut him at that point. Yeah, six. The, the, yeah. If it is six weeks, I mean yeah. you're you'd be very fortunate with that. But DeAndre Hopkins coming back, they just trade for Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Like they're gonna have a they'll be they'll be fine and DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is gonna be very busy.
1: Yeah. Uh commander's quarterback Carson Wentz is specimen's four to six weeks after fracturing a finger on his throwing hand on Sunday. Um that would allow for that's Heineke in and then Sam Howell, the kid out of North Carolina, who a lot of people over there like a lot, is the backup now at that point. I My hunch is like, what would be the point? They're going to go in the tank here. Like, What's the point of bringing Wentz back? Don't you just roll Heineke and then see if you have something with Howell?
2: My guess is that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't
1: know why you would yeah, ever I think bring he's him probably back done. at this point. Yeah. And then you have to wonder, is he done as a starter? Yes, of course. Yeah. So then the question becomes, and this will be the same question for Baker, are you are you somebody who can be a backup? Can you come in and not rock the boat too much as a backup? And my hunch is that is no.
2: He will not have a TV career that could potentially be there for Baker.
1: No, but he did get a contract, and Baker did not. So yeah. that's – he's got – he's going to yeah, sure. go back – go go and fish in North Dakota is what he's going to do. Sure. Um, yeah, Baker will end up on college football television in short order, yeah. whether at ESPN or – uh, at Fox. He'll be at one of those places whenever the NFL is done, he'll be that's where that'll go. Uh Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb suffered an ankle injury, expected his 2 to 4 weeks after being carted off the field at Sunday's loss. One thing on this, did you guys hear the sound from Aaron Rodgers' post game? I did not. So did you hear this? I did. So he goes, they said what would you like to see changed about the offense? And he goes, simpler. Just simpler.
3: And he said, it's not a shot at anybody. Yeah. I'm not no personal attacks Mm -hmm. like we have to simplify things
1: okay so then did you hear the conversation to matt lafleur yesterday no how the question was posed so time to interview matt lafleur hello the reporter says has the information of what was said yesterday by rogers he frames the question this isn't exactly word for word i'm paraphrasing but you get the gist what is are you no this was it are you surprised that Aaron Rodgers says that you need a simpler offensive game plan. So think about the phrasing of how I phrase that to you. Right. So if you're Matt Lafleur, what you're all of a sudden going? You're a defensive. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. So this is a great leading. This is one of your great gifts, the leading of the witnesses. Of course. Um, so you lead the witness, which leads to Lafleur to kind of smirk and goes, "I don't even know what that means." This is reaction to it. Rogers he loves this stuff but this I actually give the a plus for the uh, the writer because his job is to this doesn't serve anybody it doesn't really serve the fan base it doesn't serve Rogers and Lafleur. it doesn't serve it serves him because now he has a talking point because now Raj now the has responded to something that because of the way that it's phrased he probably reacted differently had he just heard what Rogers had to say
2: I think in for Rogers it Number one detracts from the fact that he's not playing his best football. Number two, it detracts from the fact that they're losing. Now it's going to be about oh, what's is is Lafleur doing something wrong, right? So he's kind um. of taking the spotlight off of himself. He hasn't thrown for 275 games in seven 275 yards in seven straight games, which is the longest streak of his career.
1: I wouldn't have had that. Well. I mean, he's six games into this year, and it's been bad. Yeah, no. So, and listen, the, the and now you know you hear
2: Pelicero saying they're in the market for receiver talent. You know, Christian Watson's given them absolutely nothing. Um, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have gotten rid of the number one wide receiver in the NFL. I've,
1: I'm not sure that they could have paid him though. Wasn't that the issue there? Like they weren't going to be able to pay all those. I people? wonder,
2: under true serum, knowing everything that's happened, if Rodgers and if Adams himself would have said, "I'd have rather stayed there," because he's not exactly lighting it up with the Raiders.
1: No. No, no, he's
2: not. He's not. I guess what you're hoping for is a fire sale somewhere,
1: but I don't know where else it would be other Supposedly
2: Chase Claypool is available and that the Packers are interested in him, which would be a good fit in that offense.
1: Well, did you guys see the report out of Pittsburgh yesterday that the reason for the Kenny Pickett play early in the season was the dust-up between Deontay Johnson and Mitch Trubisky in the locker room? Um, what game was that? Two weeks ago, when they went to Pickett for the very first time. Yep. And there was a dust up, in the, one of the Pittsburgh writers wrote this today that their sources were saying that the reason that Tomlin went to Pickett when he did is because Trubisky got into Johnson went at Pickett or right, went Trubisky. into Trubisky and said, "Why don't you throw me the ball?" And that's what led Tomlin to make that cho- change. Then
2: and he had no comment on that today, did
1: Mike Tomlin? But I mean, listen. But, but I mean, Kenny it speaks Pickett's to like.
3: Still in concussion protocol.
1: Right, but it speaks to like. Things have gotten – you think about what that organization was for the longest time, and, my God, I look at them with envy and go, what a run. Tremendous. But the, they're – you know, they had little stuff with Juju, stuff with Claypool, stuff with Johnson and Trubisky now. They had stuff with Le'Veon Bell. Like, it's a little messy.
2: Yeah. I think Deontay they've Johnson –
1: They've been over to is- because they have such, they've had such great talent, but um, I'm surprised that Tomlin would do
2: that for that reason. Deontay Johnson's frustrated because he's – Averaging 40 yards a game, and he's used to averaging 75 yards a game.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. um, Guess what? The NFL is really popular. Bill's Chiefs, 25 million uh,
2: viewers week six. That's crazy.
3: That's why in the second quarter of our game on Sunday, there's always a flex pod that can move up. So that there's only three breaks left in the fourth quarter. Just about every game, FlexPod came into play. So that way, all of the 1 o'clock games would be done in time for kickoff, and all eyeballs would be on Bill's Chiefs. They tried to speed up everything. Now, we did our best to try and screw that up. Uh, Yeah. uh, We came close. I think it was like three minutes before kickoff. But literally, every game at 1 o'clock was going to be made a priority to get done In a timely fashion for 425.
1: What did we go up? What did that game go up against? What was the other? There was a Seattle game that was on Yes, at 425 and the Rams. It was Rams Seattle and that. I think those are the only three games that went correct. Yeah, that night because everything else was early or else Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, it would have been. Um, So with that, it was
2: Rams Panthers. Yeah. Rams Panthers Seattle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I knew it was the Seattle and the Rams. I remember seeing them on the red zone when I got home. Um, I think equally impressive. Alabama, Tennessee, yeah. did 11.5 million. Now, it is not running unencumbered. In fact, it was a loaded day of college football that was spread out over. If you, on a on a given college football Saturday, there's like 12. If you have cable, there's 12 games going at once. It's wild. Pick whatever you want. It's every game is on. You can find it. I promise you. And this game had competitors. It was a good weekend in college football. There were six undefeated, undefeated matchups. The first time since 2011 or something like that, that that's been the case this far into the season. There were six of them. Um, And and this was one of them. This is a game that features one school that's located in Knoxville, Tennessee, and another one located in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's right. And it did 11.5 million people on CBS nationally. That is an enormous number of people.
2: Dude, football is king. I mean, period, the end.
1: The other thing, well, football is king, but the other thing is, here's what we really like. We like really watching greatness. You, you know, forever in all of these sports, and we deal with this all the time around here, oh, you got to get to a big market. I'm going to tell you, it's got nothing to do with that. We want to watch greatness. Buffalo's great, so we like watching them. Mahomes is great. It doesn't matter that they're in Buffalo or Kansas City. It's completely totally. irrelevant. Yes. And the same is true from Alabama and Tennessee. They're great. Bama's great. doesn't matter where it is. Tennessee's really good this year. They got a really good quarterback in Hendon Hooker. They were starting to build a narrative. People checked it out, dialed into it. Markets irrelevant in football.
0: Yeah,
2: you just want to watch good, good football. That's it. And even bad football, dreadful football, will get you nine million on a streaming network. Got you nine million on a streaming, going up
1: head to head with baseball. This first, or, not that this is huge, but the first or second night of NHL, depending on where you were. Uh, there were a lot of competitors for that garbage game between the Commies and the Bears on Thursday, and it still did 8.7 streaming. Yeah. Yeah. I found this very interesting. The Tennessee Titans have an agreement in place with the city of Nashville to build a new $2.1 billion dome stadium completion date by the 2026 season, pending further approval. Smart. Brilliant, in fact. Because guess what? Tennessee, Nashville is now going to host Super Bowls. Nashville is yes. going to host college football playoffs. It's going to host the SEC championship game. It's going to host WrestleMania. It's going to host concerts year-round. Nashville is is already a hub. Now it's going to do now it can do all of that. There's literally nothing
2: restricting their city from hosting anything big period ever. And that's why should the Browns ever decide to build a new stadium? That's exactly why it should be. Yes. We have all of the hotel space. We're set up for a convention town. Now you have an opportunity for big 10 championships in a variety of sports. You have an opportunity for big time soccer games. You have opportunities for Super Bowls, Wrestlemania's all the things that you listed out that draw huge audiences and bring a lot of money into your economy that are only feasible with domes. It's why these things happen in Minnesota. It's why these things happen in Indianapolis and why these things will happen in Chicago, certainly when they build that, why they will happen in Nashville. That allows you to do something year-round and draw the biggest games uh, and biggest events to your city.
3: By the way, that's a nice stadium. That's underrated when we've gone there. What, Nashville? Yeah. It's that, solid. That stadium's pretty nice. So, the Andrew Brandt uh, business mm-hmm. of sport, uh, his breakdown, $2.1 billion stadium, $840 million from Titans ownership, NFL, and PSLs, $500 million payment. Now, he said from the city of Nashville, one of the... Nashville reporters said five hundred million payment from the state of Tennessee, not city of Nashville. That was the governor's call a bit ago. Seven hundred sixty million from revenue bonds repaid through one percent hotel tax and sales tax. And I mean Nashville's the New Vegas. So Nash Vegas. That, that's
1: that's some nice money coming in. Here's the thing, just from just to buttress your point on if what if there's ever well there eventually there'll be a new stadium here at some point. Who knows when? But if there is, it should be domed. Um, for all the reasons of creature comforts and amenities yes. and all of that. It should be a climate control. Um, by the way, most of these guys in the league, you know, you think about it, a, a kid goes to Michigan, most of their roster is from Michigan. A kid goes to Ohio State, most of their roster is from Ohio State. Yeah, sure, they get guys from around the country. In the NFL, you get guys from everywhere. And you want it to be a place that's attractive to play in. And a dome is attractive to play in. Yes. Why have elements if you don't have to? Of course. Um, so that's just from that And there's
2: ways to get it so that you're playing on natural grass. Of course. Like, figure that out. I'd like a dome, and I would like natural grass. I'd like to have it all. And I feel like that I can do that.
1: I agree with you. I think both those things should be done. There's a couple other factors here to remember. If you did so, you would be the only domed stadium in the state of Ohio, and you will always forever only be the only one. They're never going to build one in Cincinnati. They're not going to do one in Columbus because they've got the shoe. And, and Columbus could get organized and get a stadium like that built. I believe it. But they can't do it with the shoe. The shoe's the shoe.
2: It's a historical landmark. They can't do it. And what did you tell me about what's going to happen?
1: Well, I'm getting there, sir. Well, okay. Mr. Segura, I'm getting yes. there. You could now be in line to bid on the Big Ten Championship game, which currently is in Indy all the time. Uh, They were going to try to play it in Minneapolis. It's just too difficult, and they got to make sure Ohio State and Michigan can drive to it. Did they play it in Chicago ever? Never. No. They They will. Yeah. When they put a dome in, they will. Yeah. You could host the Big Ten Championship game. Here's the other thing. The college football playoff is going to 12 teams. So what that's going to require is the first round of games will be at home sites. But those home teams – Will have the will have the ability if they want to go to climate control. And the athletic director at Ohio State, Gene Smith, said this a month ago: We would be we would be more likely to go to Indy and play a game than play a game in the elements at the Horseshoe, because no one wants to sit in that stadium in the middle of December and on freeze on a steel bench when you can got a dome to go play in. Guess what? His team's really good, and they want to play in perfect conditions, right? So that's part of it. So you can do that potentially there would be not one but two games for you to bid on each year in the college football playoff, let alone the college football national championship game, which is last year was played in Indy. That's right. I don't know. The sport was was birthed from this state's loins. That'd be nice to be able to play the game here every now and again. Yep. By the way, the whole dome thing, AFC South,
3: you're looking at Tennessee with a dome, Indy with a dome, Houston with a dome.
1: Jacksonville is your fourth one, but it's in Florida. Yeah, yep. It's just it's just smart business. Yep. Speaking yep. of smart business, the NBA season—I didn't realize it started tonight. Real yes. quickly, NBA and NHL. Give me a minute. Back up a month, both of you. Start at the end of November. Start December one. I start can't Christmas do Day all this. Well, that, I'd love that too. I can't do all this now. There's too much going too on. Too much going on. You're gonna get lost. Absolutely lost. It's a good double head tonight too in
2: the NBA. It just goes so long then because the playoffs are so long in the NBA.
1: Right. It's just it's just move this thing back. Yeah. So you've got uh, NBA beginning tonight. Warner Discovery, which are overseers of Turner now, has agreed to a long-term extension with the four members of the Inside the NBA crew: uh, Chuck, Ernie, Kenny, and Shaq. Uh, all for multiple seasons, upward of ten on Chuck. His money reportedly approaching two hundred million over the ten years. He's worth every penny. The interesting thing here, Gibby, and you said this yesterday. Their contract runs out when? Two
3: thousand twenty-six, I believe. Okay. With the NBA. Twenty-four so, or twenty-six. Oh,
1: Twenty-four would be really quick. If that happens, they're either either a, they're getting a lien saying yeah, you're going to get the NBA they're back. Yeah. And this is going to be the rate for that, which is going to be astronomical. Or, B, there's something in these contracts that say, if we don't have it, you're free to leave. There's no way they would bomb themselves to $200 million if they're not doing it inside the NBA. Right. That's right. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer's employee you'll become part of the family, visit Rumpke.com to learn more. One thing around the league coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Buying or selling a home with Howard Hanna Real Estate Service is always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season... They're going to have you covered. At Howard Hanna, every day is game day. Visit howardhanna.com go Browns today. Time for one thought on every game around the league. Hello, Gibby. Hello, boys.
3: You, Paul has hit the traveling music. Let's have a little fun on Tuesday. There we go. A little loud. That's all right. Uh, how about this tweet, by the way, from Field Yates? Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers – have combined for one game with 20-plus fantasy points this season?
2: Jeez. Yeah, they've been bad. They've all been bad. They've been bad. Yeah. In fact, offense in general, I think, has been down across the league. Yeah,
1: I think that's probably true. I even think about the Bills-Chiefs game from Sunday. Uh, Yeah, we haven't had the
2: shootouts like we thought we would have. No. Seattle-Detroit was probably the biggest shootout of the year.
1: Yeah.
3: Jared Smith, I don't know who he is, lead betting analyst at PickWise, speaking of your scores. Uh huh. If you bet $100 on every under in the NFL this season, you'd be up $1,500. Wow.
2: And there it is. There you go. How
3: about them, Apples? All right. Week six in the NFL. We go one thoughts, and we kick off with Sunday Night Foosball and the Philadelphia Eagles remaining undefeated at 6 0. They hold off a second-half rally by the Cowboys,
1: 26-17. Bo Bishop, lead us off one thought. Look, I mean, we've had a lot of superlative things to say about Philly. They're deserving of all of it. I'm not certain that with Dak Prescott, the Cowboys aren't the second-best team in the NFC. I think they're really good defensively. I think they can run it with Dak, spin it a little bit.
2: I think they're they might be the exactly second-best
1: team in the NFC.
2: Yeah, Cooper Rush did exactly what he was supposed to do, not win them any games, not yeah. lose them any games, and they were able to, on the strength of their ground game and their strength of you know, their defense, win some games. But you could tell they were desperate for somebody who could make plays down yeah. the field. And so that coming back, I think, is going to be very good for them. I like that take. I think that they're certainly in the discussion as an elite team in the NFC, which is in large part because the NFC is, is down. It's bad. Next,
3: the game of the week in the NFL: Buffalo 24, Kansas City 20. The Bills are on top of the AFC supremacy scale, at least for the regular season. Nathan Zegura, one thought from you:
2: Yeah, sad that I turned my back on the Bills. I had them, but in, the, in unison, nine and five for us this week. There's certainly no shame in that. We did pretty darn good. Uh, Allen and Mahomes are as fun to watch as anybody in the league. Period. It, this is this is a pure joy football game and I loved it loved every second of it that I got to see
1: yeah I think Allen is in retrospect I, I remember my kind of bright thinking of a around him at the time of the draft thinking could you teach accuracy to somebody and and the, the reality was at that point it felt like no historically that, no. historically you couldn't like either you were accurate or you weren't he was wildly inaccurate um early in his career but he's the perfect example of a the perfect ball of clay being nurtured in the perfect way and you get this ultimate weapon that you get these two do it i love what you said They they are pure joy they do it completely different ways um but both of them my god and they both have this they're just really cool likable guys mahomes despite his brother being kind of a dude uh but but even alan like you saw him give the ball to the little kid you know i i will say this this doesn't mean anything for the playoffs no, no. You're, that's why nothing. I said, but it's a really good regular game. season game. It's a great. And yeah, it, could, it means
2: nothing. It could mean that you get to host.
1: Yes, which they have. not They've had to go through Kansas City, right? Which is and could be a big lost. deal. Yeah, which could be for them. Up next, probably a pretty popular
3: Survivor pool play this week. The Rams taking out Carolina, twenty-four to ten. Rams back on track and back to five hundred
1: at three
3: and three. Bishop,
1: I think the Rams. I think they'll be very active in the next month or so. We know they're going to move Cam Akers uh, if they can find some takers there. I think they will be popular landing spot for buyout. I think they benefit tremendously by playing in what has kind of ended up being a bad division.
2: Totally, quickly.
1: So as as quickly as we were to write them off, not so fast. I think they could be very active. I think they, I still love them, but I don't love the NFC. I see, and it. I I still think there's some things that they could do to add to that team here in the next month.
2: They're flawed, and I just are, I don't see them beating, as of now, barring major in- injuries, I don't see them beating Philly or beating the Cowboys because I don't think they can protect their quarterback well enough.
1: But do you think they are they are what they'll be in a month in On terms of line, roster?
2: And Matt Stafford is – Matt Stafford doesn't look great. No, he doesn't. But he's beaten, too. He throws like pick sixes, no. but I think he's going to continue to be beaten. How yeah. many more draft picks and do you have to trade away? if you're Not many. Out. And It'll be more buyout. The Panthers are yeah. so bad. It was it, – they're dreadful. We have in our power rankings, the guy from the Panthers was just unloaded on them. They are 32nd, as you'd expect. Uh, it's really – we should have blown them out, and obviously we know why we did not. Mm-hmm. We almost lost that game, as a matter of fact, and that was really, in many ways, a portent of things to come mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the football. But, yeah, the Rams are still flawed. Yes, they beat the Panthers. If you didn't, it would have been – I mean – Covered two, over. though.
1: It was 10, and they covered yeah. it.
3: All right, to the NFC West, we stay. And a big one uh, with Seattle and Geno Smith taking down Cliff, Kyler, and the Cardinals. 19-9, to Seattle 3-3 three and three on the year. Arizona drops to 2-4. and girl, one thought.
2: Arizona is in many ways what we thought they were, and I don't know why they kept Cliff around. If you're going to keep Kyler... It felt like you probably need to do something different at the at the offensive coordinator head coach spot. Kingsbury is it, 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 every year it feels like he gets figured out earlier and earlier. They're bad right now. Yes, they're going to get they're going to get DeAndre Hopkins back, but I, I thought just Arizona is brutal and there's too much talent there. And maybe Kyler's not doing what he's supposed to do, and that's why they put the claws in there. But it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster down there, and they did not used to be a disaster. They used to be a darn good dangerous offense at least early in the season they always were go back to a year ago at this time. they were probably undefeated six and and one yeah Yeah. well they five and one
3: boat raced us a year ago Mm -hmm. this time.
2: no doubt uh the other thing is kenneth walker the third this rookie running back class i don't understand why teams insist on like waiting to integrate them i don't understand it walker look at Brees hall now that he's Mm -hmm. becoming the guy the guy's a superstar Mm -hmm. let these guys they're good let them play I don't get it. I'm guessing it's tied to pass protection,
1: but even still, get him him ready. Get him ready. Sort it out. Pete Carroll can coach. I had this going the other way. I thought they were going to lean into the tank, make sure they pick number one. They're not. They're better. They're getting a lot of really good play out of Geno Smith, too, and they're going to hang around. I still want to fight Pete Carroll. That's fine. Why don't you like Pete Carroll? I don't know.
3: I just rubs me the wrong way. All right. Anytime something goes bad, I feel like he runs and just leaves his pass situation in a tattered mess uh up next eh, it's one of many reasons i don't want to fight him and i want to fight horseface elway um up next the jets Jeez. take down the packers 27 to 10 jets have won four of five three in a row the hottest team arguably in the national football league the packers going the other way now three and three in the nfc norris
1: division bishop well we saw this coming with the jets not them i destroying love the green jets. bay you've loved them from a while there's a lot they're to love. yeah uh they're really good up the middle on defense they get a coach that they believe in they got some juice sauce gardner it's been amazing um breece hall garrett wilson all the it's it they're good it's a really good team
2: quickly um and it's a good job out of them green bay's got real issues they had an unbelievable draft they've got skill position talent they're fun to watch they are more than frisky we absolutely should have beat him I remember at that time I said I'm glad we got the Jets early because this team is going to be better and better as the season goes on and that's starting to become very very true the Packers they are broken Aaron Rodgers he is such an interesting guy because he is such a diva and then tries to act like he's not a diva it is you're right yeah it's a good way to put it he acts like he's no big deal no frills but he's all the frills he's all of them, yeah. And then he'll That's go true. on McAfee and act. act like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, it's wild.
3: All right. Up next, the team we face this weekend: the Baltimore Ravens, the Ratbirds, lose to the New York Football Giants, twenty-four to twenty. Giants now five and one on the air. The Ratbirds three and three, still atop the AFC Norris Division. Zagura, one thought.
2: So I just watched this entire game. Yes, Lamar did. on the final two possessions, dropped a snap, picked it up, scrambled, ran around, and then threw an awful interception. And then he fumbled, sack strip fumble at the end of the game. So last two possessions, turnovers. He has been these are these numbers are staggering to me. First three games of the year, ten passing touchdowns, two picks. Last three games, three touchdowns, four picks. Quarterback rating by quarter. First, 98, second, 115, third, 101, fourth, 56. Sheesh. One touchdown, four interceptions in the fourth quarter. Uh, Their offense, though, is fun to watch. That Patrick Ricard is unlike anybody else in the league, and he paved the way for a 30-yard touchdown, a couple of massive runs. They don't throw it to anybody but Mark Andrews. And I know Bateman's been out. Yeah. But Mark Andrews has 39 catches on the season. The next three receivers on their team have 38 combined. Jeez. He is, and he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, And then from the, on the Giants' standpoint, they are gritty. Their defense flies to the ball. They play with a lot of passion. They tried everything to get that offense going. They ran wildcat like four different times with Saquon. It it was, that was actually a fun game to watch the Ravens. You felt like should have won it, but they don't, they don't have a second gear. They have, we can run it. Lamar's going to make some crazy keepers. He ran for another 76 yards effortlessly, or 77. And then Mark Andrews is the offense.
1: Brian Dable can coach it, and he can inspire people. They, there's full buy-in. Yep. Total. Week in and week out, there's buy-in.
3: All right, up next, Bo, you'll lead us off here. Yep. The Vikings have won four in a row. They're 5-1. and one. We mentioned it yesterday. The only team with a winning record in the NFC North, NFC South, and NFC West. Vikings 5-1. and one. They take down Miami 24 to 16. Dolphins have
1: lost three in a row. So I don't put much into it from the Dolphins standpoint because they're playing with all these Skylar different quarterbacks. Thompson. It was Bridgewater played a little in this game too, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so let's, let's just talk about this from a Vikings standpoint. The scheduling gods did them very, very good. Now they got an impressive win at the time over Green Bay. They lose to Philly 24 to 7. From there, they beat the Lions at home. The Saints at home, Lions by four, Saints by three, Bears. Saints was London, yep. Bears, yeah, London, right. And then Dolphins without Tua. So what are they? You're they got the they they are they, very clean, but here's the deal. They get Carroll or they I'm sorry, they get Arizona, Washington the next two, then at Buffalo,
2: and then Cowboys at home. You really won't know about
1: I'm not sure on Minnesota yet, because of how weak
2: the schedule is. And they're going to beat teams they should beat, and that's what they're doing yeah, right now. They've they're. got a lot of talent. They're a fun team to watch. Zadarius Smith, by the way, this is the next-gen set of the game in this excellent uh, thing we got handed out to us here by by Gibbe and Connor. Ten quarterback pressures and two sacks on 40 pass rushes. Ten in one game. Jeez. So I think they've got a lot of talent. I, ca- I like that team. I like the Vikings.
3: Up next, the Shocker of the Week in Week 6. The Squealers improved to 2-4. and four. They take down Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 20-18, to 18. It, uh, the former, Heinz Field. I don't remember what their new name it is. Doesn't matter, I don't really yeah. care.
2: Uh, one thought, Ziggurat. The Bucs are broken. We have said that time and time again. Tom Brady is just not what he was. Their receivers, it just they don't look to be dynamic in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. And to lose this game is absolutely stunning. It is stunning. By the way, this is the first game the Steelers have ever won without T.J. Watt since he was drafted. They were zero and eight prior to that. Who's more broken, by the way, Tampa Bay or Green Bay? It's a good question. I think I think Tampa. Brady
1: hasn't been awful. I mean, it's he eight touchdowns good. one pick. No, he's not been great, but he's been he's he's been fine. Uh, 68% completion, 275 a game, eight touchdowns a pick. Um, yeah, I I think this is this was the most shocking loss of the weekend was this yes. one. Yeah. This by hand, far. This by far was. They were eight-point favorites against Pittsburgh. Um, he's got a lot going on in his life, and it shows with the way that that team is playing. I mean, think about it. Like, he went away for two weeks in camp. He doesn't practice on Wednesdays. He went to a – you know, Bob Kraft's wedding on Friday. It's just a lot of weird Flo- behavior. Didn't fly with yeah. the team. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot going on.
3: Uh, up next, guys, in the AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, a couple weeks ago, dead and buried, now tied for basically first place. They're, I think they're a half game out with that tie. 3-2-1. and one. They take down Jacksonville, one team that we just can't seem to figure out. Uh, final score, 34-27. Bo, one thought.
1: Yeah, my thought will be with Jacksonville. So week two, they beat the Colts 24 to nothing. Week three, they beat the Chargers in L.A. 38 to 10. Then they lost a game when they were up against Philly 29 to 21. They were at 14 nothing, I believe, in that game. The last two weeks, they lost to the Texans and the Colts. They've lost three in a row. It's almost like whatever they had going, going into Philly, gone, broken, gone. And it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I think we, he doesn't get the attention because he's playing in Jacksonville. But the Trevor Lawrence thing is pretty wild. For all of the talk of fields and all of this stuff, Lawrence has been fine, but they didn't draft him to be fine. He's a 65% passer. It's 232 yards a game, nine touchdowns, four picks on the year. It's just not what he was drafted to be. You think about what Herbert was in year two? He was a more sure thing than
2: Herbert coming out. Totally. Well, he was ruined. I mean, he's... Maybe. Maybe. I think he he was entering this year less of a prospect than he was entering the league because of the the negative impact last year had on his development. As for the Colts, you know, Dion Jackson comes in for Taylor, 10 catches uh, uh, in a zone out of the backfield. Pittman had 13. Alec Pierce is a guy we had talked Mm -hmm. quite a bit about with the Browns. He's playing very well for them. They're not great. The Colts. I mean, we've seen them now enough times to know that they're not great, but that was a big win for them. And the other thing that's clear to me after just watching highlights of this game is that, much like we were talking about Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker in Seattle, it's time to give Travis Etienne a bigger workload. Go! Like, he's clearly better and more explosive than James Robinson.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: All right, up next, we got two games left. It's about 90 seconds left here. The other big surprise from week six, I think, Falcons 28, 49ers 14, 49ers 3-3, Atlanta 3-3. and They should be 4-2 and mm-hmm. and on top of the NFC South as a girl
2: question what are the what's the falcons record against the spread this year it's got to be close to undefeated it is in fact all the way there six and oh yeah against the spread gutless 28 14. no No. by the way happy birthday not pedro 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 birthday today hey he had called this he called enjoy the coffee he called this game by the way he did call it. he called it his credit mariota Was 10 of 10 at one point. He finishes 13 of 14 for 129 yards, two touchdowns, 50 yards, and another touchdown. He's solid. Like, he can make plays if they're there to be made. He's good with his legs. They are a physical team up front. They run it hard. They get after it, and the Niners are as decimated by injury as anybody in the NFL, and, and that is tough.
1: Kyle stayed at the Greenbrier. He stayed in West Virginia this week. They played east last week, and so he stayed east instead of going back. I wonder if all that's worth it, all that stuff, versus just flying home, being in your own bed. It probably—I would feel like it would be distracting. like. I think so too. I think it'd be weird to stay in a hotel for five so days. Stay in a, I mean, it's long enough when you do it in the preseason. Like it's a nice place, but it's—you've been there, I've been there. It's old, and like there's a lot going on. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It feels like it would be distracting for me to be to be there to be there. Yeah. yeah. All right, one final game, real quick. Bengals thirty. Saints
3: 26 Saints playing without their top three wide receivers yet still had a chance and blew this one to fall to two and four
1: two things Bengals went primarily shotgun in the second half and they got going big time Burrow was excellent in the second half of this game and the other thing is pay attention to the first time you see Burrow and chase so this is the first time the Saints saw them. There are little things that they do when you see them multiple times a year that you can pick up on, but when they play teams for the first time, like if you have those, no, you're going to play them anyway, but pay attention to what those two do when they a team hasn't seen them before and New Orleans hadn't, and they cooked
2: them. And I think it was also big they got T. Higgins back. T. Higgins yeah, he got helps it. that offense immensely, immensely.
3: One final thing, guys. Uh, Guardians just posted their lineup and their starter for today, which is in two hours, Aaron Savali, will get the start today for the Guardians in Game 5. And that's because
2: they don't want Biebs on short rest.
1: I'm sure he'll be available if they need him. I bet
3: everybody's Pitch available. It's yeah, Game 5.
2: Yeah, you got to get
1: you it You throw him out. All right. Uh, second hour of the program coming up next. you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN
0: Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. While well, you depend on your Browns to win, you can always depend on OBM because we can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. So we're, you want us to put the Patriots game to bed? Do you ch- feel any different than we did yesterday?
3: Well, I, I'm just saying like no, no, normally- I just. He asked me for that segment. <laughs> I know. It's frustrating. To it I just want, I on? I I You're, you're
1: on. What is your enthusiasm for life right now? You're a man who gulps life. It's Pedro's birthday. Pedro's birthday, yeah. What is a Indeed. birthday like for
2: Pedro in your youth?
3: It's a much better topic.
2: Good question. My guess is if we would have gone to my nanny and nanos, gone to San Francisco for his birthday, would be my guess. There wasn't a big...
1: Were there certain things that were wanted? Was he a big what was little young nathan what was like he just wanted a good meal good meal yeah don't you find yeah. that's all you want yeah for that's my really birthday i, want. Yeah. I just want
2: to be around the people that i want to be around and yeah have a good yeah meal. yeah that's it totally. it's really the have meal the nice wine
1: yeah sure. that's it i don't the rest have yeah.
3: someone else pick up the tab because he's always picking up the tab
1: that's right, that's right. you know yeah. be nice be nice yeah what do you
2: what, what's what's he's what's the celebratory thing for him today so he said he's having. A, I, I'm going to call him when we get out of here. But he said he's having a big dinner tomorrow, and then he's coming to town for. He's coming here. Yeah, for uh, Bryce's bar mitzvah, he's coming to town for oh. ten days. In your stead. In in my stead. How are you going to do the quarters? The chambers. We'll see. It's going to be it's it's going to be a lot, but it's going to be exciting. So for his birthday, we'll I've saved put aside ordered a couple things, put aside a few things, so we'll break out some good. I'll make him a big dinner, and you know him a good bottle of wine for uh, for his birthday celebration. Yeah, he'll love that. That'll be fantastic. Yeah.
3: Maybe you should come in and be a celebrity picker on oh Friday for God. the scores. Well, can he can do that because it's
2: going into the bye week. He'll be here the Friday going into the bye week and he'll be here also the Friday going into... I don't think he gets here in time the Friday going into the bye week, but he'll be here in time Friday going into the bye week. We're not going to be here hopefully the Friday going into the bye yeah. week. Yeah, well, we're gonna put them in. We have a new bedroom on the bottom floor, so they will have quarters. We're gonna give them their own floor where they will have a TV. Yeah. They will have, and they they know that it's a, a lot of time. Setup with a bedroom and a bedroom in the basement, in basement device, bathroom in the basement, device, bar, TV, the whole deal. Various amenities I yeah, have that. yeah. I still find that five
1: nights is the
2: pff. yes tough. They're gonna do some things. They're planning on doing some things like without us. Now you now you're on to something. Because it's it's now you're on to something. Yeah, so you I got think, a chance. Yeah, because I mean I'm gonna be working quite a bit. Yeah, you have a especially job. because the I've got to prepare for that week. I'll not only have to prepare for the game against the Dolphins, I'll have to prepare for you know Bryce's bar mitzvah. I got to get a good speech for the young fella, the big man. Now you'll crush that. That's yeah,
3: that, that should be the least. Of very, your, good. very good, very Worries? Good. Well, the speech part. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. NFL owner meetings, by the way, are going on today. Okay. In New York City, I believe. All right. Executive VP Troy Vincent doesn't mince words. They believe the NFL is popular because of great quarterbacks and keeping them healthy and active is a top priority. Quote, 91 of the most most watched 100 TV shows were football. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of the quality of play at the quarterback position from top to bottom. In other Mm. words, if you touch the quarterback – you're going to keep getting it helps. Coming.
2: I have no problem with them throwing the flag. I have a problem with it not being looked at and saying, OK, in this case, was there actually roughing the passer? Grady Jarrett? No. Chris Jones? No.
1: I have no problem with you protecting quarterbacks knees totally. and
2: their arms and all of it. But there has to be a point where
1: you can tackle them legally. And I would assume around the waist would constitute tackling them legally. And if you call roughing the passer, it ought to be something simple as going, let's take a look and make sure, oh, he wrapped him around his waist, he kept his head Queen. away from the action, yep. and he rolled him over to the ground. Yep. That's the job. Yep. So there's got to be a clean way to do it. Neither one of those injuries were. was there any intent to injure. If anything, they were both intending to not
2: injure. Totally. Went to
1: great lengths not to injure.
2: Out of their way to not injure Mike Florio responding to that report right there that you just gave Gibby with uh, the league has completely torn down the wall, separating the integrity of the game and the financial interests of the business. At least they admit it. I don't think that admits that at all. I don't think it does either. It says we want to protect our quarterbacks and we want to, that player safety is important, but I just think these things need to be reviewable because they are too game altering in what, what transpires. Look at you. Look at little Bell. A uh, little mini Bell. I like it. Why'd you take him out of the formation? Why'd you move him away?
1: To see, I wanted to put him on this, on these coasters. Okay. And just, I just didn't get a real good look at him. And I just, the notion of like mini me, you know, dealing with a, a, a couple of Joe Thomases and a Gibby. Gibby is a back. I'm going to put Gibby at uh, center. Gibby's like, yeah. And then get me and out there. Right there. Yeah. 16 running a post. I really like throwing a yeah, nice like post. Um, I got the hand up. I'm passing yeah, it like, like Randy Moss. I had, uh, we were practicing, the fifth graders, we practiced inside last night because it was inclement. Yep. So we we rented a big indoor space with a uh, full soccer field and all this to go practice in. So I played scout team. Yeah. Quarterback. How'd that go? Pure joy. My buddy's running the defense on the other side. I go, hey, James Stropke's playing my receiver. I go, hey, dude, we're a little out and up. Let's get him a little out and up here. We I play fake the sweep. He runs it out and up. I hit him like 40 yards down the field. My buddy goes, yeah, that's great. I'm sure going to see a lot of 10 year olds that throw it 40 yards down the field. Yeah. Right. Thanks a lot yeah. for the look. Yeah. Good scout team. Yeah. But Always it was so much ready. fun. Always be ready. Oh, it was just so much fun to be able to, to be on the turf and spend it a little bit. Like I to my buddies, the head coach. I'm like, honestly, I would just throw routes to them in here for an hour. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to get a look at that. Um, Look, I mean, in terms of what we saw Sunday, just to put a ribbon on this thing, it's I stand by what I said yesterday. All of the little things that it was if we could just have done this, if we could just have done this, all those little things happened in one game and they compounded and we don't have a margin for this to play poorly. We have to play really well. And if we play really well and we play mistake free, we can beat a lot of teams. Not all, but a lot. But if we don't play really
2: clean, and we do all this undisciplined stuff, you get routed. You get routed, and our defense. You know, you look at the DVOA. We're still top ten on offense. We're thirty first on defense. Yeah, that's like bad. that is un. It's unacceptable. It is derailing our season.
0: It's
1: shocking.
2: It's and, and it's, it's stunning. It blows my mind that it's <sighs> possible. Blows my mind. But it is. But it is.
1: If a car truck or motorcycle accident caused your injury, call the injury lawyers at one eight hundred Elk, Ohio for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns, Jack Conklin. Coming up next, you'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
1: Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors, offering high-performance products that are durable, long-lasting, cost- and energy-saving. They'll transform the look and efficiency of your home. Simple as that. The winter can wreak havoc on your roof. Ice and snow buildup can quickly turn into a major problem. Don't go into winter with concerns about your roof. In fact, with Renew Home Exteriors, get a new roof installed in 7 to 10 days for no money down and payments as low as 96 bucks a month. 7 to 10 days, no money down, payments as low as 96 bucks a month. Pretty doable. Plus, receive free gutter guards with your proof of purchase. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that. Now here's Jack Cocklin at the podium.
3: Hey, Jack. First of all, what was bothering you yesterday? Was it an ankle?
4: Um, yeah, you know, just a little, got a little rolled up. It's nothing, uh, just a little ankle sprain. I'll be fine.
3: I mean, so you expect to play this week?
4: Yeah, no No issue.
3: Gotcha. And then, um, what do the patriots do so well? I mean, you guys entered the game number one in the league in rushing, so what do they do so well that kind of limited what your effectiveness
4: um you know i mean they came out with a with a good game plan, and um you know we gotta be able to finish more as as an offensive line and and open up those holes and uh, anytime you fall you know start falling behind and just get- you know, start trying to catch up and pass and you know it takes us out of our game you know our strength everybody knows is to run the ball and. um you know, we, we got to we gotta do a better job at the beginning of the game so we can uh, keep doing that at the end.
5: Yeah, Jack, Um, obviously Jacoby's giving you 150% when he's out there. Just what did him getting up in front of the locker room after having such a a, a tough afternoon, what did that mean to you guys?
4: You know, I think that really just, uh, you know, shows the leader that he is. You know, I think, um, you know, it was, it was a tough game. and You know, he had a tough game. We had a tough game. And, uh, you know, all everybody around it, we didn't play complimentary ball. We didn't... Uh, you know, when the defense gets turnover, we need to go score, and we, we didn't do that. And to be able to have him come up and address that in front of the team, you know, when we're uh, – frankly, when we're struggling a little bit, I think that's big time. And, and uh, now it's our job to respond and uh, take what he said and, and uh, move forward and, and, and fight our way back into position.
5: And as a veteran who – you've played elsewhere. You've had success uh, elsewhere as a, a team. You guys are going through this tough stretch right now in what many believe to be the the softer portion of the schedule. I realize there's no easy games in the NFL, but now things get more difficult and you guys go into divisional play. So I guess, how do you guys uh, mid-season here c- gather yourselves and kind of build some positive momentum when uh, the schedule does get tougher?
4: I think really just sticking together. You know, uh, i was been talking to the guys about it. Uh, my last year in Tennessee, we were 2-4, and four, and we ended up finishing 9-7 and seven and making the AFC Championship game um it's about just catching catching some fire getting on a roll and and uh, it all starts uh, this week in, in Baltimore and we just gotta start uh, you know making big making good plays and playing well as a complimentary ball as a team and, and that'll start rolling along
5: together uh yeah Jack what gives you the the confidence uh what makes you think that Jacoby uh will play better and do better and, and kind of help get you guys going in the right direction
4: well I think you look at every game besides uh Yesterday, you know, I think uh, we got we it was on us. We didn't run the ball at the beginning of the game. And uh, anytime you guys drop back and, and pass the ball, I think 45 times we did um, trying to play catch up, it's going to put uh, the offensive line and the quarterback in a tough position. And uh, it comes down to how we start the game. We got to start faster. And uh, and uh, like I said, play complimentary ball. Like, I think a lot of it comes down to uh, the defense getting that turnover and us coming away with nothing and uh, kind of deflates the team. And uh, we can't have that. We need all the momentum we can get right now to get ourselves going.
3: Hey, Jake, how tough is it losing White in the second quarter?
4: Oh, I mean, it's, it's rough, you know, and you have uh, that, I'm trying to think of the word of, uh, the combination of us two playing together, now, you know, now going to year three and, and uh, really knowing how to, the feel of uh, the non-communication that we have just from playing next to each other for so long now. Uh, you know, it's tough, but uh, I'll credit Yelda for being able to step in and and uh, do a good job and fight. and uh, But, um, you know, I hope to get Wyatt back as soon as possible, and it's uh, it's always tough not to have him out there.
3: Hey, Jack, uh, I know some of the losses that uh, were squandered can't get them back. Here we are, Baltimore, Cincinnati, back
5: to back. You're one game out of the division. How would you characterize these next two games?
4: I think it really comes down to a playoff mindset for us. You know, it's about winning. You know, we still have, uh, like you said, the division ahead of us, and uh, we could, if we win those games, and they can't keep us out of the playoffs. So I think we got to go into that mindset now. I know a lot earlier in the year than than you'd like to, but we still have that chance to, to our destiny is in front of us. We we control it still, and it comes down to Baltimore uh, this week.
2: Hey, Jack, I know you know you can't really account for injuries. So how big is it to have guys like Yelda and Ethan who can step up, play, and play very well and, and keep that line strong for you guys?
4: It's huge. And I you know, I give credit to those guys and uh really to Coach Callahan. You know, he he uh, gets us in those situations, you know, throughout camp and, and tries to instill in guys that, you know, it's you're one play away. You don't know when your your number's gonna be called and you gotta prepare every week like uh, like you're going to start the game or you're gonna play and and um those backup guys they, they really take that in and, and you can tell when they come in. We really don't miss much of a much of a beat and, and they do a great job. All
1: right, good stuff from Jack Conklin there. There's nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It's just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it's made with real brew tea. Cool, refreshing with a five percent kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and gold. Twisted tea, hard tea, iced tea. Keep it twisted. You know what I had my first experience this morning. What? I don't know if you did, if you participate in this world or not. I had previously not uh, a release date on a sneaker. Have you done this before? Like, like your Nike the sneakers app? app? Like sneakers yeah, app? where you try to like.
2: Go in the lottery. So you're aware of this world. I, I, really, yeah, I'm, I'm aware that it existed. but I'm over never... nine hundred and seventy-five.
1: <laughs> so you won. NBC. Well, not for me. I mean, I, you know, I just, I, I'm I not. Yeah, not for but me. But you won the lottery. But I won the lottery. So now I don't know Unreal. if it was a coveted lottery or not. But it was for NBC. He wanted one pair of sneakers for basketball shoes. They dropped today at ten.
2: All right. So I'll tell you if they were, if it was, uh, which ones did he want? The Air Force some Le- some Ambush?
1: Le- no, it was a LeBron, some LeBron right. sneaker and in a Lake Holloway Um, I think you can still get them, so I'm not sure if it was. This? No, 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 no. That's a basketball shoe. So anyway, I go to do this. So I was unaware of this. I go to buy the sneaker. Yep. And I, I it said, okay, at 10 o'clock, like, you got to get it. I'm like, well, is it really a sense of urgency on this? And then I think on some of these, there really is. And to your, I guess you said, look, like, there's a bunch of people that tried and couldn't.
2: Well, I don't see it because um, I don't see it as in stock, which leads me to believe that it is already, I'll have to pull up stock X here. What were they called? It's a LeBron 20. So that
1: gets to my point. So this was his one thing that he wanted for, you know, we, we, wanted this. And so, all right, I got to do it. We'll get it. At, we'll try and get it locked in. And, I go to buy, and I, it's amazing. I was able to do it in ten seconds on the app because you're connected with Apple Pay, yeah. and you got all of it. So it's a ten second process. So I think I got it, and then it goes. Well, we'll see. We're checking. Like I thought, once I bought, I'm good. Like my Amex is charged, and we're rolling.
2: Is it the? But the, that's not it. The violet, Fro- violet yeah. frost. Yeah, that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, the. Retail was two hundred on StockX, they're two twenty-five.
1: So I don't even know what that, any of that means. So
2: that means that it's it's not one that was an insane where it's like they're well, all I would gone hope and a they're already at like that five hundred. Well, that's in the that's not even in the kid size. That's in the adult size. I have to look yeah. at the kid size. All right, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So I, it's, this was my first experience with this, but the problem
1: is, is the kids do what you just did. See, when we wouldn't get a shoe. Which I wasn't. Some kid who was getting every shoe I wanted anyway. <laughs> Never. But if you didn't, it's not like there was another option.
2: I was. Wearing, you would just drive to another mall. I was wearing knockoff, knockoff Magic Converse from Payless Shoe Source. Is what I was rocking as a young man. That's it was, the operation. I, until I got into, was able to get into middle school a is when I was able to get, was able to actually get some yeah. shoes.
1: That happened sure. in middle school. But what you just did is what all the kids do. So they don't view it as. Like one of my beams, he came in the other day. He's like, oh, yeah, I want some dunks. I go, oh, do you? You want some dunks? He goes, yeah, look at these on stock I go, dude, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Your feet grow every two weeks. I'm not right. buying you dunk no. lows on
2: X. No, it's absurd. you out of your mind? Yeah, it's absurd.
1: I want to be a sneaker collector. Well, get a job. Get, that's that's a, how it works. It's an expensive hobby, my friend. Yeah, that's how you can sort that out.
2: I don't even see these available on the Sneakers app anymore, so they must have been. Or did you get them off the sn- – the, is it okay. this app, or did you get off the No, Nike? I got it off
1: of Sneakers. Is off that of that it? app right there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, then they're not they've, – they've sold out then. Whatever the initial drop was, it sold out.
1: All right. Well, I guess I got lucky. We'll do uh, a little bit of better or worse coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Hey, Browns fans. Skip the chore of laundry. Enjoy life, not laundry. Tide Cleaners offering 30% off dry cleaning for the month of October. Be entered to win four VIP Browns tickets to an upcoming home game. Just mention promo code Browns. Visit TideCleaners.com to find the closest location to you, and some exclusions may apply. Time for a little better or worse. We welcome in our good buddy, AP, to the program, and Gibbe. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, boys. What's up, buddy?
3: Gibbe. Uh, one bit of news. Tom Pelissero. I told you guys during the break, Black Friday football is officially coming. Okay. NFL and Amazon announced today Prime Video will exclusively stream a newly scheduled Black Friday game the day after Thanksgiving at 3 p.m. November 24th, 2023.
1: I find that start time to be quite intriguing. That's
5: what I was three thinking too.
1: O'clock. I'm surprised. Like, that I'm That's not You would go prime time, go seven o'clock on that one,
5: right? I can't wrap my head around why that's they right, probably because they're right.
1: going
2: to have a game at Thursday night. And then, they're going to own Thanksgiving. The first of all, there's header. three games on Thursday. Yeah, there's no. Three but games. this is Friday, right? Uh, three. Yeah.
5: So they like feel like Friday, people, are off.
2: people are off on Black Friday, gone out. You got your Christmas tree maybe early in the morning. Maybe. You want to come home. And I mean, I still feel like the rating could the be higher at
5: 7 or 8 o'clock.
2: It would be for sure, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're not allowed to compete with.
1: There is a lot of college football on. Friday maybe they're night. trying to stay yeah. out of that. <sighs> they do. They are, They are. play pretty fair with college football because they're aware of how good that Golden Goose is. Yeah.
3: All right. Time for higher or lower, presented by our great friends at the Ohio Lottery. Before we get into this, compliments mm-hmm. of ESPN's NFL Nation, my question for the three of you today, through six weeks of the NFL season, mm-hmm. is the path to the Super Bowl tougher through the <laughs> NFC or the AFC? AFC,
1: AFC. AFC all Has the it way. Changed? No. no. It no. hasn't changed. Because the two best teams are in the AFC. And we could, we could litigate. Philly. And I still feel
5: like a chunk of the teams in the middle of the pack are are AFC teams that, I, I just it's, a, it's still a tough conference. Look,
1: I I love the Philly story, but in the end, if you were coaching, if you were the owner of an any NFL team that you thought was really good, and I gave you the option, you could play Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, or Josh Allen. You're picking Hurts. A hundred times out of a hundred. Well, think if you said, you because he have, hasn't done it,
2: you could have the rosters of the bills, yeah, but, the chiefs or the Eagles. You'd take, take the bills, the, bills of the, and chiefs the chiefs because of,
1: because of those. Yes. So that's why.
3: All right. The higher or lower presented by the Ohio lottery ESPN, NFL nation. In addition to the updated rankings, they checked in with the NFL nation reporters across the league, asked them to name one thing that we, the general public got wrong about each team. Explore expectations that have been exceeded, expectations that have not, through six weeks of the season. First team up, your Cleveland football Browns. They come in at number 23, (coughs) 23. The Browns finished the 2021 season in the top five and lowest opposing QBR, fewest net yards per passing attempt, highest pass rush win rate. With virtually every starter back, that was supposed to translate into an elite defensive unit this season. Instead, Cleveland's defense has fallen apart. This is per Jake Trotter. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Browns are well outside the top ten in all three of the aforementioned categories, but most telling, they now rank 31st in defensive efficiency. The Browns do have the talent to to turn it around, yet nothing about their performances so far suggests they will. Zagura, higher, lower, or just right for the Cleveland Browns.
2: I think it's just right. I think that the Browns have not been a team of consequence and rating 23rd reflects that certainly, and so I don't know how you can argue with it, you know? Could we beat Jacksonville? Maybe. Could we beat the Saints? I don't know. We lost to the Falcons. We should be higher, but we're 2-4, and we just got shellacked and did not look very good in that shellacking. We've lost games we should have won, and now we are losing games that we should lose. So, no, it's not good, and I think I think that's fine. I don't know. The two teams we beat are behind us.
1: Yeah. Bo? Yeah. I think um, everything Jake writes here is why this, you know, the defensive output is so stupefying because of everything that he writes here. Like, it's not like we were making. It's crazy. You know, it's funny. Like, I, I'm sure you deal with this too. AP, you'll deal with this at some point. Mm-hmm. But people come up to me. You guys said we're going to be great defensively. Yeah. I did. We should be. Should be. Look at what we were at the end of last season. Look what you added to this group. There's no reason for this group not to be better. The other thing I said is one thing we harped on over and over in camp is are we good enough in the middle of this defense and are we good enough at wide receiver? We harped on those things. We have no deep threat.
2: We no, don't. but you would but say But we've that still been very Amari's good has been great. Yes. Donovan sure. Peoples Jones has been excellent. He's been awesome. Chiefs He's been awesome. excellent.
1: He's awesome. But the two things we talked about is who's a guy who can get deep on this defense? We kept saying it was going to be Anthony Schwartz. He can get deep. We just didn't see him on Sunday, and then he'd the ball. But the other part of it we talk about all the time is the defensive tackles.
2: And while they're not good. No, they're actually. They're bad. Yeah. The bigger issue has been the lack of anybody else in the edge room other than Miles Garrett and Clowney when he plays, but he's played half the season. What do you think is the Losing Tack issue? McKinley we don't have, and we haven't had Winovich. Winovich yeah. mm-hmm. Alex Wright doesn't have a sack. Rochelle doesn't have a sack. Isaiah Thomas doesn't if have a sack. If you could fix
1: one thing. Would it be that, or would it be the busts that have happened in the back end?
5: I say the bust, because you got to be able to defend against the pass to get wins. In this
2: Everything thing. is too easy, and I'd say it's busts at the second level, in run fits, in coverage assignments, it's right. busts on the back second end. Second level it's busts. All, yes,
5: back seven has been
2: not what it was supposed to be.
3: Poisel, higher, lower, or just
4: right? Yeah,
5: no, I'm saying just right. And just to flip back over to the offense real quick, too, I mean, we found out what – this group looks like now when the team is able to stop the run and it's uh, not going to happen very often this season but now you know it's it's going to be a problem for jacoby at least that's what it looked like in this game now granted this was bill belichick i understand that but it wasn't pretty on offense either it wasn't pretty in any uh fast of the game so yeah this is just right at 23. next higher or lower all right to the top of the rankings we go buffalo
3: number one Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Anthony
5: Poizel, higher, lower, or just right? I think this is just right, and I kind of struck, you know battled with this for a little bit, we'll figuring out who was going to be the first team here, but I think the Bills are ahead because the Bills have blown out more opponents. They've got a 31-10 win over the Rams. they got a 41-7 win over the Titans and a 38-3 win over Pittsburgh. Meanwhile, the Eagles' largest two wins are a 24-7 win over the Vikings and a 24-8 win over the Commanders. So they've won by one possession against the Jaguars, Cardinals, and Lions, and they've scored more than 30 points just once this season. So to me, I just I still think it's the the Bills that are number one. Bo Bishop, yeah, higher or lower, just right. For, I mean, look, give credit. You got to win all your games.
1: It's a tough league to do that in. Um, I still like the Chiefs more than them. I understand why they're ahead of them. I get it. it makes sense to me. Um, the only team that they have played who is good and at full strength when they played them is Minnesota. They handled them 24 to seven. Um, their schedule it's amazing guys. They go their next 3 Steelers at Texans, Commies, then they're at Colts. They're um, they're 10 and 0 when they host Green Bay at the end of November. There's and no who knows chance what Green Bay will look like by then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. They are not losing to Pittsburgh, they're not losing to the Texans, they get the Commies. This is probably as easy of a 10 game schedule. And I think they're really good. Don't mince words. I don't I'm not suggesting that they're frauds. They're not. They're very good. But this is as easy as you can go into a season.
3: All right. Next. Higher or lower? We're going to start with you on this one. Okay. Kansas City is number three. Minnesota, number four. Giants, number five. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. Higher, lower, or just right?
2: I think that is just right for the Dallas Cowboys, actually. I think with Dak Prescott back, could they jump up to number four? You know, if they were head-to-head with the Minnesota Vikings, certainly. But I think this Vikings 5-1, and one, Giants 5-1, and one, Cowboys 4-2, and two, they're all kind of in a similar space in the discussion. So I have no problem with where they currently are. Uh, and I think that, you know, getting Dak Prescott back is going to make them a much
5: more complete team. Dynamic defense. Dynamic defense. Mm-hmm. Poizel,
3: higher, lower, or just right for the Dallas Cowboys?
5: Um, I would bump them up to number five over the Giants because they beat the Giants. Um, I mean, I think, Nathan, you're right. When Dak gets back, this is going to be a really uh, – and they are a really good football team right now. And they're sure. going to, I think, be even better. So um, I, I just I think it's just right at six. I, or, well, I'm sorry. I'd move them up to five because they beat the Giants. So, um, yeah, that's what
3: i Four of the top six NFC teams next. <laughs> Not higher or lower. Not at all. Bo, I'm going to lead you off here with this one. Ravens, number seven. Number eight, the Chargers. Number nine, the New York football Jets. Cracked the top ten. I don't remember the last time the Jets were in the top ten in anything. Higher, lower,
1: or just right here? Based on what the way they've been playing, they should be ranked higher. Because the two teams ahead of them are Baltimore and the Chargers. I'm not sure they wouldn't beat them both right now. Doesn't mean they're going to be there at the end, but based on what I've seen from them the last couple of weeks and what I've seen from Chargers the last sure. two weeks – I don't know. I can't explain. The Chargers it defies logic. that yes. they're what they are. They should be a lot better. Um, the Jets are for real, man. They're for real. The girl.
2: I love this Jets team. I've liked them. I thought we were lucky where we got them on the schedule. We obviously blew that game. We let it get away. That should have been a win for us. And instead, it was an, a horrific loss. But this team is fun. I love the skill talent. I like the young guys on defense. And remember, it wasn't just their rookie class. They got Carl Lawson back, who had missed all of last year. was their big free agent signing. Salah's got a lot of passion. He's kind of fun to watch on the sideline over there. You see them, like, celebrating with him and stuff. There's a lot of juice. A lot of juice. I I like this Jets team. I'd I'd say better in a big money situation. Are we ready to just back Zach Wilson? I I don't know. (laughs) But I do I do like them, and I think this current version of the Jets team would beat the current version of the Ravens the way they're playing because Lamar has not been what he was the first three weeks, which was almost superhuman, and now he's kind of come back to earth a little bit.
3: Next, higher or lower? Anthony Poizel, we'll start with you. Tampa Bay is number 10, 3-3, three three, fresh off that loss to the Pukers. Higher, lower,
5: or just right? I mean, to me, I think it's lower. A loss to Mitch Trubisky, it to me, means you're out of the top 10. Uh, that, that was just an absolutely abysmal game by them in Pittsburgh. I, I'd put the nine; these are all teams behind them. I'd put the Niners, Bengals, and Packers in front of them. I just I don't see how they're spacing themselves out other than a middle of the pack team right now. Bishop, these guys always
1: this this ESPN one loves the Rams. They do. They love
5: to just ram it. I mean, they've got the Rams
1: all the way up at number eleven. Um, both them and the Bucks need to come back
5: back to earth. Yeah, we a little said bit. lower on the Bucks and Rams a for lot. last like and month and they now.
1: keeps getting. Yeah. Too high. The yeah. Niners are better than both of these teams. The Bengals to Poisel's uh, opinion, opinion are better than these teams. Green Bay beat Tampa Bay. And Green Bay's got a lot of problems, but they beat them head-to-head. Right. So, like, at the very least, they got to come down to there.
2: Sure. Yeah.
3: Final one. Higher or lower? I'm going to jump down to our last one here, and it is at number 24, the Denver Broncos. In front of them, the Browns, Jacksonville, New Orleans and the Colts. After them, the Squealers, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the the Commies. Higher, lower, or just right for the Denver
2: Broncos? I think lower. I think they are worse than that, or higher. I don't remember. I feel uh, higher like they're down. worse. They're worse. Whatever. I, I'd it almost is. put
3: them thirty-one. Yeah. Just because
2: I think the, of expectation. The Broncos Panthers is the worst game that you could have right now on television. Bears close to that. Tommy's probably close. Tommy's are
1: in the mix. Yeah, at
2: least Detroit's entertaining. Houston's pretty bad. Yeah, but at least they got that Damian Pierce kid. Yeah, he's got some juice. That? what dreadful. do you think?
3: Did you watch oh, all that I, game last
5: night? Did I didn't watch. Garbage? I didn't watch any of it. Huh, <laughs> so, good for you. you <laughs> yeah, it was a great hours. choice. Uh, no, definitely lower. I mean, I, I, the two teams I for sure would rank them below on this list would be the Raiders and the Cardinals. I don't. I mean, they, they lost to the Raiders. I don't know why they're still above them on any power rankings right now. Um, And their offense has played less worse. You can't say better. They played less worse than the Broncos or or, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, than the Cardinals.
1: Good stuff AP. Yeah. yeah. Congrats.
2: He made his uh, radio network debut. uh, Factor fiction baby. Oh, there you go.
1: Congratulations. Good job out of you. Still so much more to come. you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on A50 ESPN
0: Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Fans, mark your calendars. Face Off on the Lake presented by Meyer. The first major outdoor hockey game at First Energy. It's February 18th. Bucks, the team up north, First Energy Stadium. Tickets are on sale now starting at 12 bucks. For more information, visit FirstEnergyStadium.com slash faceoff or call 440-891-5050. Ohio State, Michigan Hockey. Go Guards tonight. You can listen to it right here on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Go Guards. First pitch, 407. The next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland.